on today's federal newscast. President Trump makes his pick for the White House's top technology job. Agencies get some long-awaited help with category management. And the head of the Coast Guard makes a plea for more money. These stories and more in today's federal newscast. today's federal newscast, President Trump plans to nominate Michael Kratzios to be the nation's chief technology officer. The position has been vacant for two years. Kratzios currently serves as deputy CTO, according to Bloomberg News. And before that, he was the chief of staff at the investment management firm Teal Capital. Agencies are still sorting out issues with employee leave from the 35-day government shutdown. They want more guidance on how to handle leave donation applications that could not be processed during the shutdown. The Office of Personnel Management says agencies should retroactively accept and apply user-lose leave that was donated during the shutdown if employees meet the right requirements. The Federal Law Enforcement Officers Association is suing OPM. LIOA is challenging a policy it claims is cutting benefits for divorced retirees. It says OPM is not properly compensating former law enforcement officers who are forced to retire before reaching Social Security eligibility age. OMB gives new marching orders to agencies for how they should buy commodity products and services. Here's Federal News Network's Jason Miller with details. More than a year in the making, the Office of Management and Budget finally releases updated guidance around category management. The new memo replaces two others from 2011 and 2012 to refocus and simplify the government's approach to addressing contract duplication and better controlling federal procurement spending. OMB is telling agencies to take several steps, including increasing the use of best-in-class contracts for common goods and services. OMB also wants to further implement demand management strategies and train the workforce in category management practices. I'm Jason Miller. The Energy Department is looking to make it easier to hire college students who excel in an agency's cybersecurity competition. Adrian Lotto, Deputy Assistant Secretary for Infrastructure Security and Energy Restoration, says DOE has asked for more flexible hiring authority. Last December, DOE ran its CyberForce competition, which students from more than 60 colleges and universities participated to defend against cyber attacks launched by a red team of private industry experts. A new sexual assault task force at the Pentagon will give Congress recommendations for stopping the crime. The original request was from Arizona Senator Martha McSally, who recently revealed she was assaulted during her time in the Air Force. The recommendations will be for the 2020 Defense Authorization Bill. In 2017, there were nearly 7,000 sexual assaults reported in the military. McSally says many more went unreported and the Defense Department needs to do more to stop them. The Pentagon is embracing a new set of recommendations to fix its software acquisition processes. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has more. Ellen Lord, DOD's Undersecretary for Acquisition and Sustainment, explicitly endorsed several recommendations the Defense Innovation Board made after a year-long study. She says DOD is already rewriting its regulations to set up a separate acquisition process for software. Lord also backed a board recommendation to overhaul the Pentagon's budget to create a separate appropriation for software development. Some of the changes would need to be made by Congress, but DOD is hopeful that lawmakers will take them up in the upcoming defense authorization bill. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. The Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency is launching a new public social media platform called Polyplexus. It will allow academics, researchers, and even retirees to connect and share ideas. 
DARPA hopes the platform will increase the pace of U.S. technology development. Polyplexus features an initial offering of research topics for collaboration research and potential funding. The social media platform was test-launched last year and is now open to the broader research and development community. The Coast Guard's motto might be always ready, but its commandant says it needs more money and hardware to stay that way. More now from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. In a West Coast speech, Commandant Carl Schultz calls for a 5% annual funding increase. He said the ongoing replacement of old ships and aircraft must be accompanied by money for maintenance, training, and support for Coast Guard families. The Coast Guard's 2020 request is $11.3 billion for what Schultz described as a modestly funded organization. I'm Tom Temin. August 26th through the 29th, the Defense and Veterans Affairs Departments will host a joint conference on suicide within the military and veterans communities. Both departments want to hear from researchers, clinicians, and nonprofit organizations. Multiple executive actions over the past year are prompting VA and DOD to work more closely together on mental health and suicide prevention. And Senators Chuck Grassley and Ron Wyden want to know how the government is monitoring doctors who own stake in companies which sell products to their own offices. At the center of the request is something called a physician-owned distributorship. It's an arrangement where a doctor buys ownership shares in one of their medical suppliers. While they are legally required to disclose that information to patients, the senators want to know how the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services and the Health and Human Services Department's Inspector General are enforcing that law. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One. And follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. 